Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. Deb McCollum is not here today, but that's all right because I have two pretty awesome guests. One is a returning guest from uh, quite a while ago, PJ Peterson, and we also have here for the first time, Ryan Hughes. What's going on, guys? Hi. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm excited. This will be a this will be a fun one. I think, man, PJ, when were you on last? Was it was it almost a year ago? Or more than that probably like a year and a half ago i want to say it was it wasn't over this past summer it was right. before so the summer of 19 i guess right after um i think right after baseball season that's right i think it was around that time i'll say yeah. this you uh, you have a lot of people that love you i, I think <laughs> i feel like out of all of the episodes we've done you were probably i would say top three as far as the one that got shared the most retweeted oh. the most so nice. uh that's cool. Yeah, I don't know if you know that, but a lot of people a lot of people like you. So and that's we like good. you a lot for getting the word out. Um that's good. So <laughs> you went up in our book for sure. But uh perfect. Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely excited to have both of you guys. Uh obviously, so we'll just knock this out real quick because I'm just gonna let everybody know right now. This is gonna be kind of a sports podcast today. Not really, it's gonna be mainly a Christmas podcast because this will be the last episode we do before Christmas. So um, if you're expecting sports, you may want to try a different podcast uh, today. But PJ, I know that we played ball together basically our entire lives. Uh, played a little bit in high school, and you played you know multiple sports in high school as well. Um, if you want to hear more about PJ's story, go back to whatever episode that was and listen to that. But Ryan, um, I'm pretty sure we went to middle school together. Um, right. We didn't go. I always think we went to high school together, but we didn't. Um, what is your sports background? <laughs> um soccer mostly actually my dad okay. is from England so it was oh. I feel like almost like forced upon me but in like a good way <laughs> right <laughs> right okay I didn't realize that so he's from England so like that is kind of like built into you like you don't really have a choice yeah yeah okay. it was just I don't know I think my first ever uh like sports item was like a little soccer ball so. <laughs> okay <laughs> nice nice Okay, well, look at it. Everybody's learning something new on this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So there you go. If everybody wants sports talk, that was pretty much it. So now we're going <laughs> to move to the fun stuff. So um, if you guys have listened to this podcast before, you guys know that we do three warm-up questions, but today it's going to be a little bit different. Um, it's all going to be Christmas themed. So the first one is, you guys have heard that, that game Desert Island, right? Where you pick what a movie or three movies, three books, and like three albums or something like that. We're going to do this kind of the same thing, but for this Christmas season, it's not an island, but just this season, if you had to choose one Christmas movie, one Christmas drink, like a seasonal drink, and then one Christmas mascot, meaning like snowmen, reindeer, Santa, whatever, you know, mascot there may be, uh, what would be those for each of you guys? <laughs> That's easy for me to be eggnog and bourbon. Okay. Uh, Santa, because he can drink the eggnog and bourbon with you. <laughs> and then uh, okay. I was actually figured the question about a movie would come up and I think my favorite Christmas movie is at least one of the top ones. I think I even said last time it's Christmas with the cranks. So yeah. Tim Allen is in the eggnog and the bourbon with Santa and myself. So it'd be a good time. And it's a good movie. That's great. I didn't even think about that. Like those things all coming together, but that was, uh, that was well answered. Nice job. 
Thank you. How about you, Ryan? I don't even know where to start for me. <laughs> oh no! See, PJ was ready. <laughs> I know. I feel like you like talked about this already. Something. <laughs> uh, Christmas drink. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't. Eggnog is always good. Yeah. I don't know. And bourbon's good. So I'd probably choose the same drink, right? Eggnog and bourbon. Okay. Um, we're big bourbon whiskey people, so um, that'd probably be my drink as well. Okay. And then, um, person I would drink it with? No, with just what Christmas like character would you want? Like mascot, yeah. Like yeah. for example, like my wife we and I, us. we love snowman. We didn't realize that um, until a couple of years ago when we're looking around our house. Like, oh, you know what? This is all snowman. We might be those creepy people that just have snowman everywhere. <laughs> oh, <That's> definitely. <laughs> well, you. I was gonna say that was me. We just got rid of some snowman because he was like, we kind of need to downsize on snowman. <laughs> There you go. Hey, send send it our way. We, we'll put it up at our house. Um, so I would probably choose Frosty if it was an okay. island that was cold. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah there you go. Oh, I guess, maybe. <laughs> sure. And then... Um, In the movie. Final one, now I'm forgetting. Christmas movie. Oh, favorite Christmas movie. Shoot. Um, probably How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like the, act, uh, yeah. the yeah. one with um, Jim Carrey. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That one creeps me out. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> It's a- <laughs> that's like the claymation yeah we watched it last year that one's weird i mean it's a good movie but it it's strange but people love it so i'm i'm i might be the weird one like we have a we have a, a little baby so uh we were watching the the animated cringe like the newest one that's what we can take yeah the other jim carrey is awesome but uh he creeps me out so that's good so good choices valid. valid let me ask you this okay this is a simple one uh real tree or fake tree real, real. tree good Good, good, good. That, there's no, there's gonna be no problems on this podcast. I, I understand why. Like, the, I'll say this: the fake trees nowadays are really good. Like, they look really nice. My grandma has one that looks, uh, you know, it looks like a fake tree. It doesn't look good. It's just like you have to bend the branches in certain ways, and oh, it yeah. looks plasticky. Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty crappy. But like, I look at some of them now, and I have no idea that they're fake. Like, they're pretty good, but you don't get the same smell from them. And so that's kind of my issue. No, we've talked about going fake because I don't do really well with the real trees in the house. <laughs> oh no! What do you mean? Like, is like an allergy thing but from our yeah. real one behind us? But oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. last year we got a cedar tree, and I was highly allergic, like very bad. No way. We the doctors recommended that I get rid of it, and I said over my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that almost happened. Yeah, well, now yeah, you're, you you're, you're podcasting in front of it. So please just at least yeah. hold out for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> just make it to the podcast, please. <laughs> it's going to be a bad look for us. Okay, so good. So real tree, though. I, I'm, I'm completely with you. We just got ours uh, this past weekend. And uh, it's just something about the whole thing. Like, I feel, I feel like I would be missing something if we didn't go, like, cut the tree down, go to a tree farm, do all that. Like, I just feel like I would be missing it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Especially with a new baby, I'm sure. Like, I mean, I mean, not she's not like really new, but um, she's, yeah, just all the new traditions. I was gonna that you say can we're start. we're definitely big tradition people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that having that experience. I mean, I was I grew up allergic to them, so really, I've only had a real tree the last four or five years. You guys are both allergic to trees. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, like I've never even first couple of Christmases I was in the hospital, and the only thing they could think of was the real tree. So then we went fake, and then in like 2016 decided to go real again and i haven't had any issues like i couldn't even tell you there was a real tree in here so i'm all good okay no. not like my anxiety is gone yeah, i feel like i'm watching two of you sit in front of death right now like, like, <laughs> massive I'm fine. i literally I'm zero really issues so you, i could you, this okay. would be 
laying on me and I'm fine. Okay, good, good. Because I would hate for that to happen on my podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. It's the first time for everything, right? It's being dog bellies. <laughs> yeah, we've had people, we've had people bomb on the podcast before, never die. So that's all right. I'm glad to hear you guys are good. So we'll go ahead and move on to the third question. So again, this is Deb's, this is Deb's signature question. And typically what it is is what's your life song, right? Like what is the song that either you know captures where you're at in the moment? Or maybe it's a, a song that captures your entire life. But today, since it's the Christmas version, we're going to do it different. So what is your favorite Christmas song? And then what is one song that you could be like, you know what? That one can just get cut from the playlist and I never want to hear it again. Ooh, well, um, I know my favorite Christmas song for sure is oh, yeah. Christmas Canon Rock by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, okay. Um, but does it have, would it be a Christmas song? Would you have to get rid of? Yeah. Yep. It's got to be a Christmas song. Um, I'll have a blue Christmas probably. Yeah, that one's depressing. Yeah. That is, I didn't even think about Good that. song though. Yes. Sure. Depressing. Okay. What about you, PJ? I don't know. What would my favorite, favorite Christmas, Christmas song be? Probably the classic Here Comes Santa Claus. I don't I know why. I, I always, it's like my go-to and like on Instagram, it's one of the first ones I'll go to and you can put music up. Um, it's gonna sound weird, but the NSYNC song, um, their Merry Christmas song, their, their big oh, one, that's a really good one. I, good I'm into one. that one. Yeah. I'm not even familiar with it. I'll have to check that out. Another weird one that I'm kind of into and I have no shame is Taylor Swift's Christmas Farm. Oh. oh okay, I'm nice. Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. So that's and then time. one to get rid of, um, I don't know, it might make some, like Silent Night, it just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's about, I know it's about the season and I apologize if that offends anyone, but yeah. we're getting rid of one. It's got to be upbeat. It's Christmas. Sure. Be upbeat. It's got to uh, bring that smile to your face. I know there's a good meaning behind it, but sure. I like the upbeat songs. Yeah, I get it. Uh, well, I'll help you out. If that offended anybody, uh, the one I would get rid of, and I know people are going to be angry about this, is Feliz Navidad. I just don't really <laughs> like it. Like I can listen to it one time, like, well, it's all so right, repetitive good. Too. I think that's what it is. Like it's super catchy. Yeah. Like you were saying, PJ, it's super upbeat. So it definitely makes me think of Christmas. But then I hear oh, it. Yeah. Like if I hear it a second time, I'm like, yeah. you know. Well, I almost said Jingle Bell Rock is one I would get rid of because it's so repetitive. <clears throat> oh, so I like that one. I'm okay with that one. Yeah, mm -hmm. but again, but see, my favorite song is This Christmas. I love that song. Um, yeah, that's a good one too. I was actually, I mean, on the spot. I, there's some honestly, I'm that guy who Right around Thanksgiving, it goes to Christmas music in my truck and it doesn't change until Christmas is over. So, yeah, yeah. All right. If our camera's moving, our one year old chocolate lab is kicking the stand. <laughs> on right now. That's okay. That's awesome. We, uh, let's see, probably about six or seven epi episodes ago, we had uh, Coach Tupper on from Castle. Oh, yeah. Nice. And his, uh, his lab, I think it's a lab. Um, started barking in the middle of the podcast so we're used to we're, 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 a, we're yeah we're a dog-friendly podcast it's all good <laughs> well especially now with the christmas donation drop-offs they we get a lot of people at the porch and the dogs hear them and it's like they're like and we're off yeah <laughs> we'll save <laughs> which makes humans. sense <laughs> which makes sense which is a good thing which is a good thing yeah. right uh, freaks a lot of people out and we will we will get to your gift uh donation drive towards the end but um Thank you guys. Hey, you guys survived the warm-up questions. Well done. Yes. Well Survival. done. That's always the hardest part. And uh, I feel like these were, I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting the uh, real tree and fake tree thing to go the way it did. That, that was a real shocker. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of allergies coming into this. All right. Yeah, well. It's mostly me. Yeah. Yeah. I, last year was kind of scary, but I was like, we're not getting rid of it. He was like, I'll do it right now. And I was like, no. 
that's good. That was probably the right thing to do. Absolutely. It's, even inside, you're like, I don't want to get rid of this Christmas tree. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. So, hey, so let me, I have a bunch of questions for you guys and just stuff we can talk about um, just when it comes to the Christmas. Because I, lo- I love Christmas. I know, I know you guys love Christmas, um, you know, based on what, everything I've seen on social media. Like, oh, yeah. I, honestly, like out of people that I don't know really well, you guys are like kind of the first people I think of when it comes to Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know oh, thank you. That's such a compliment. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's a good thing. Um, yeah. So I guess I'm coming to the Christmas experts for some of these things. Let me ask you this, just off the top of my head. I was talking to my wife about this. Every time Christmas comes around, I always start thinking about white elephant exchanges. Now it's always confusing to me. I've been a part of like a, you know a bunch over the years, and I always feel like no one does a good job of explaining how they're doing it because i feel i feel like there's different ways you can do it right there's the one where it's like hey we have like it's like a like a three dollar limit it's it could be like this tiny thing look at that the dog's right there yeah I he's know. made his way on they the camera right. that's the first time to have uh, having a dog on the podcast like actually no, see. well this is baxter he's 11. what's up baxter <laughs> oh it's very cute that's awesome um but yeah, no, so you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the white elephant gift can get weird sometimes. And I'll just tell a story of, of one of mine, the one that was kind of like, you know what? I, I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to this. Uh, we did a white elephant gift exchange. No one really knew the rules. Maybe I was the only one that didn't know the rules. So I was under the impression that it was the type where you give some wacky, weird gift. You know what I mean? That doesn't really make any sense that no one really wants. And so I had this A's poster that was framed. I hated it. I'm not an A's fan. I didn't want it in my house anymore. And so I'm like, I'm bringing this. And I had this thing wrapped. And once we started going around and people started opening gifts, I realized, oh, that's like a Starbucks card. That's a, like a little like ornament. I'm like, oh crap, mine's horrible. And the person, <laughs> my, mine who, my, the person who got my gift looked at it as like, what the hell is this? <laughs> why, why do I have an A's poster in my hand? It's like, who gave this? Like, I have no idea. Like, I didn't even claim the poster. Like, like I have no idea. Who gave this stupid gift? <laughs> Whose gift was this? So when it comes to when it comes to the white, like white elephant gift giving during Christmas, like how do you guys see it? Do you guys think of it as like a, a this like gifts under a certain limit, or is it supposed to be like a wacky, goofy gift? We actually She's do because I, I should be the expert on that. We actually do a white elephant gift exchange every year, and my Perfect. family's been doing it for years as well. Um so we do 20 to 25 dollar limit okay in my family and if you're a couple playing we usually like recommend one like funny gift and one gift that somebody would want um Uh, smart so we've gotten anywhere from like broken n64 controllers to (laughs) um like uh toilet seat covers that make noise about fish or oh that's awesome you know i don't know you name it little funny things or like or there's people that give like bourbon and nice glasses or something like that. Sure. Um, you know, so I don't know. I think that if you're a couple, like chain um, one funny, one serious gift. Like if you want it, maybe they want it. Um, Good call. But yeah, we love a white elephant. Yeah, I'm more on the line, along the lines of like white elephant's going to be a goofy thing. So okay, um, you have your cash or your price limit and then kind of just be creative with it. Something you might want or something that's funny. Um, well, last year, last year, I think I ended up with a little kid toy, <laughs> but I also bought some, something very, I think cheap and finicky. So it was kind of, it's more of the fun of the actual exchange and trading and trying to leave somebody with the worst thing you can leave them with, in my opinion. Right. Right. It was fun rather than something that's actually you might like, because obviously that's what, 
you actually have gift exchanges with friends and loved ones for in my opinion. <laughs> right. More along on the lines of white elephant gifts, a funny like gag gift kind of thing. You might end up with something cool, but it doesn't have to necessarily be that. Like we did. I mean, last year I got, I got in the white elephant gift exchange, I got wine condoms, which are <laughs> really hilarious and super useful. Honestly, yeah. okay. they're literally these like what you would think of as a condom that goes sure. for wine to preserve it. So you don't, and they're like, That's funny. so they go over the top of your wine that you've uncorked and they're useful. I was like, not even mad that I got these. The gift that I gave for the white elephant was two Chick-fil-A sandwiches and a Chick-fil-A gift card, like actual hot sandwiches I went and got before we did. That. Wow. That's dedication. That's a true pro. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so not, not bad. Okay. So that makes me feel a little bit better. So I wasn't completely off. Like you can definitely- No, not at all. That's, like, that's right up a white elephant yeah. gift alley. It, it, wasn't one, it wasn't like a favorite If thing, I got a framed know. A's poster, I would probably laugh hysterically because A, I don't like the A's and B, right. that's, I'd be like, yeah. this would be my karma. I mean, and it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where sometimes you'll end up with a white elephant gift and you'll use it in your, at the following year. And then it sure. on and on and on. It's like a passed around white well, elephant gift. Well, and there's been times in my family, like I was talking about that, <laughs> that bass- fish toilet seat cover <laughs> we ha- saw that every year for like 10 years like everyone kept bringing it back and it was like the that's awesome i've ever seen so that's, that's awesome that, we like, actually talked to you yeah no I'm, I'm very familiar and i've uh thankfully never gotten one because i would hate it yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny we actually my family has something very similar they don't we don't do the the um we just do like a, the normal gift exchange but um Man, I don't even know how it started, but somebody gave one of us when we were younger a stuffed Pikachu uh, toy. We, we, we've never liked Pokemon. I hate that, like the little Pikachu thing. We all hate it. We're like, this little thing creeps us out. No one's ever liked it, but somebody gave us this gift. And so one year, somebody gave the Pikachu, wrapped it up and was like, hey, this person stuck with it. And then it's the same thing like you're saying with the fish thing. It makes its way around. And now it's become this thing like you go into Christmas excited, but a little bit nervous where it's like, I know that that, that yellow little bastard is around here somewhere. I just, <laughs> what gift is it? Where right. is it? <laughs> I don't want him to sneak up on me. And we're kind of in a danger. My wife and I are in a dangerous spot now because we do have a younger toddler. And so we can't let her see it. Because that's one of those things where she'll just fall in love with. And it's like, well, now we're like stuck with well, it. Well, now we're stuck with it for real. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that happened to one of my cousins and they like their kid just loved it. It's like, oh, sucker. Like you're stuck with that forever now, dude. <laughs> right. But then someone ended up buying another Pikachu. But see, I love that stuff. Like that's, that makes it really fun. It's almost more fun than getting any other gift. It's just like the laughter and the joy that comes with, with right. all of like, that. Yeah. Stuff. Give tech. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. always like the big focal point of the party that we have is that it's like the white elephant is like the thing and it's like 30 to 40 people and it's like two hours yeah. and it's just like nonstop laughs the entire time. So, which is the best part. That's what, that's what it's supposed it. to be about for sure. Yeah. Now do you have, you guys, do you guys do the, uh, the gift? Um, uh, I forgot the name of it. You know, the one where you rotate the gifts and like you steal gifts and stuff like that. I always yeah, think that's, the, what, the, that's the how opposite. we do our white elephant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys do it like that Our too. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically the white elephant game where. So on the third person, it's dead. So yeah. the first person gets it. You can steal a sec for the first time. And then the second person to steal it, it's dead. But the number one, whoever has number one at the end, they can steal any gift they want. No matter how many times it's been stolen, they just swap their gift for that gift. Got it. Does it ever get heated? A little bit. Last year it kind of did because the person who, who number, had number one, one took it. They or, took it and they really wanted it. They really want, they thought, they thought it was theirs because it had been taken twice. But the number one person's like, nope, that's mine. Yeah. 
Ooh, it's, it is a cutthroat game. I always think of the uh, the Office Very episode cool. where they do that. Um, I don't know if you guys are fans of the Office, but when they when they do that um, that gift rotation, it gets real cutthroat because everybody wants that iPod. So it's, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, friendships and family can get split apart because of that stuff. But <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's it is fun. Let me okay. Let me ask you this: since we're talking about gifts, how about worst gifts? Like I know everybody. I feel like everybody, especially if you love Christmas. You always have like the, Hey, I got this gift one time. I had no idea what that person was thinking or people don't like Christmas because they got that one gift that basically broke them. What you guys have any like really bad gift stories? Hopefully it's not from each other. This will be uh, very awkward. That's good. (laughs) I don't think I've ever gotten a bad gift personally. I mean, obviously you you hit that age in like junior high and your parents are getting you socks and underwear. But look, like you can appreciate getting those socks and underwear. I get a weird. I feel like you're like, disappointed in the it's moment. It's like weird like, at the time, but then you're like, oh, yeah. I actually need it. New socks and underwear. Like it's like that awkward time where toys aren't really your jam anymore. Right. Your parents are like, I don't know. Here's some, and you go to your <laughs> uniforms. They don't get you clothes. I know. Yeah. Here's socks and underwear for you. So yeah. not a bad gift. Um, Was there anything better than getting brand new socks on Christmas and then putting them on for the first time? It's the no, best. Like that was when my stockings were made of. Where I was going to say my stockings were definitely socks like socks. In my socks. Stockings, and it was awesome. Yeah. They, they feel the best when they're like, as soon as they're unwrapped, it's the best. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we always talk about it, the gift you love to, or you to hate give, to give as a gift card, but, but, love to get. but you love to get them. Like you feel like you're copping out when you go buy a gift card, but you give one sweet. You might've gotten me something I didn't want or need, but now I have this <laughs> gift card and I can go buy something that I, that's actually probably yeah. going to benefit me in some facet or another. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That is a weird thing about gift cards. I like getting gift cards, but it, I love you, getting I know, them. I feel so them. lazy giving. It's, I always say it's a gift you hate to give, but love to get. Right. And I always feel like, I don't know about you guys, but the people in my life, when they give gift cards, there's always like that guilty justification. They're like, so here's the thing. This is why I got you a gift card. It's like, no, no you don't need to justify it. It's, this is an awesome I know. Gift. But I feel they need to. They're always to. like, I didn't know what to get you, but I know you like this store. Or I know you like this restaurant. And you're like, no, this is great. This is honestly great. This is perfect. Yeah. It happens. It happens every time. It's like, this is yeah. not necessary. But again, on the flip side, I do feel a little guilty when I, when I get that gift card. Because it's so easy. <laughs> like it's almost right. just like too easy and you're, but it, but they love it. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, I'll tell you, like, I take it one step further. There's been a couple of times for like when I've really been pressed for time where I've gotten the, like the online gift card, you know what I mean? Where you basically oh, yeah. you yeah. print out the paper and yeah. like, or you just show oh, I sent you an email. Like, <laughs> I think in the mail, I just got it yesterday, it's, but it's yeah, coming. right. That one's, that one's tough. It's like the gift card's bad enough. You give the paper. It, now it, you it don't even just Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. My brother, my brother, one of my, or my youngest brother, one time he was probably, he was probably 12, maybe 13. I'll say this. He was old enough to know better. He is notorious for procrastinating when it comes to buying gifts. One year he actually forgot to get my mom a gift. He realized, he realized on um, Christmas Eve and when he, that he forgot and like you saw the panic in his face, we all knew my mom's like, don't tell him anything. And so we just knew like he realized his eyes got big. And he's like, Hey dad, uh, I need you to help me out. I need you to take me to the store. And so the only place that was open at that time was Walgreens. So he got these like really CVS or something. Yeah. yeah, CVS Walgreens. And he got these like cheap, uh, flip flops and like a candy bar. And like, Oh, you should have just got nothing. Like this is, <laughs> this looks really bad. <laughs> Especially the cheap flip flops. No, uh, it wasn't her size. It was like a size 12. I'm like, Oh dude, ah. you should have just said, you know what, mom, I screwed up. But, uh, we still, we I mean, a Walgreens gift card would have done. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's a good point. That's the time when the gift card's probably great. I was going to say, in those stores, they have sell. a bank of gift cards. We yeah. can go get them like a gift card to dinner or something. Yeah. He made a, he made a lot of bad decisions that Christmas. So <laughs> well, he hasn't made them since. I think. Right. Well, I, yeah, I definitely have. Um, and it's embarrassing. I have never waited until Christmas Eve, thankfully. But um, I always feel for the people that you, when you're like driving home, like we'll go to a Christmas Eve party and we go home and you see people. You see people in the parking lot? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's like, you just know that there's some panic. And in they're there. getting like the Russell Stover's chocolates and stuff. They're like, no, don't do it. <laughs> Buy the yeah, gift card. To- Buy the gift card. Yeah. At this point. You know what? That, honestly, now that we're talking about this, that might be why the gift card exists, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's to bail you that's out. That's when you're like, you're like, I don't want these people to think that I forgot about them. I got them a gift card late, yeah. but I literally think this is a good gift for yeah. them. That's why, right. it's, why it's the thing you hate to give, but you absolutely hate it at all. I agree. Have you guys, have you guys ever, so what do you feel like is the best gift you guys have given um, to anybody, whoever, maybe each other, someone else. And then have you ever given a gift where you thought you just killed it? And then the reaction wasn't what you expected. It's like, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I really nailed that one. I feel like the best gift I've given you for me, I think is the, we ha- I got him a wine, what is this? Wine barrel American flag and a wine barrel on your flag. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Those were pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. What have I given? I don't even remember your big Christmas gifts that I've gotten for you. I know. Drawn a blank. Uh-oh. That's all right. That was a, well, that was a bad mean, question. You got me <laughs> pots and pans, which I actually like am obsessed right. with. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great gift. I'm very homey. They're, um, yeah. <laughs> last year we did stockings. Last year we just did stockings because we bought patio furniture. Oh, yeah. We'll buy Ooh, nice. Together. Like, this is like this year we're probably going to buy ourselves or buy each other new Apple Watches. We were talking washes. about new getting out. And now oh. Just being Christmas. Like calling it. Sure. Um, but I, don't think I, I don't think I've ever had the gift that was a letdown. I'm, I like to think that I'm kind of methodical in my gift giving, like especially to like my parents and whatnot. Um, what, what do you mean by that? Sort of gone together and like help my, or not help my parents buy a new TV, but buy my parents a new TV a, a few Got years it. ago and we put them on like a scavenger hunt to find it. That was cool. Oh, nice. Because I want to say it was back when people, like parents still had like the big TVs, like thick and we got them like a, a flat screen TV. So it was back some 10 years ago or so. And they were okay. then. Yeah. That's when they were super expensive and they were pumped on it. So that was a cool feeling. And then, awesome. um, I don't know. Honestly, when you give your dog a bone on Christmas and see the joy in their face, that's, that's, that's a dude. That's a fun Christmas too. Oh, have you guys gotten, so, um, our dog passed away a few years ago, but, um, we got her a couple of times. I got her like those massive, massive oh, bones. Big bones. That's, that's usually what, what we, we get. get uh, They're amazing. Uh, oh yeah. And like you said, the, like the excitement, joy like the tail wag, nothing's yes. going yeah. They're incredibly gross though. I will say that. Oh. They're like, oh, it makes a mess. There's like this weird meat crust everywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah. but she loved it. She loved it. So she, oh, she yeah. definitely cleaned it up. It just, you know, makes a little bit of a mess initially. Um, yeah, no gifts, you know, I, I, I enjoy giving gifts. Gifts are a lot of fun, I think, but I like to see people's reactions. Like you were talking yes. about, I like to see like the excitement in their face. I feel like that's like, we've, we've talked about this before. Like it's kind of like our reason for giving gifts a lot of the time. Cause I'm like, I just like to see them so excited. I mean, right. and it, like you get to the point where you're at that age where you're like, I, I feel like I don't need to give myself because I'm to the point where if I need something, I can go buy it. Right. Like, right. Obviously when you, you're in your thirties, there's not things that you need that you need. It's more, or it's not things that you like want. You get to the point where I just need it. So I go buy it for myself instead of waiting. So it does turn into a lot more fun um, when you can basically turn around and, and buy your parents or 
buy your older siblings something that they they're not able to go buy or like your obviously your older siblings with their many kids. I was gonna say our older take, siblings have like older kids, so it's like yeah, they take, don't they put themselves on the back burner right. a lot to and like so get give them a nice things. Christmas is always fun too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or even our parents who just Yeah, like, like parents is a big even one though they me. buy their own stuff a lot of the time, like there's so much they've like sacrificed over the years yeah, and it's kind yeah. of right. we do. I will right. say my dad's super anticlimactic on gifts and we are like, oh, and he's like, I love it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, do you? Goes, cool. So yeah. <laughs> do you? It's like, he okay. really is. Like, he's just. He's uh, very dry because he's British. Yeah. So he's English. just like. He's yeah. Just like, very, very lovely. dry. Oh, Move on. I like it. <laughs> hey, you know, I, uh, I get it. My dad's Japanese, you know, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like, thank cool. you. Great. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I love you. Like, do you, do you really mean yeah, that? I know, you like, really like that? Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to, over all these, you know, 32 years, I'm just trusting that he meant all those things. But yeah, no, I right. get it for sure. It's like, um, it is always a bummer when you have a gift that you thought you just kill and you give it to someone. And like you said, the reaction's not there. But if you know them, like, you know, your dad, then it's like, okay, right. my dad, it's like, yeah, I never take it like personally. Yeah, at all. I mean, I've given stuff to my nephews and I'm like, oh, yeah, like sports stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, what was it? They if I was them? your age when I got that, that's so bummer. And they get it they're like, man. He gets him my like, gift cards to like a like bases loaded bases loaded, which they love and oh, that's they awesome all the time. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate it, but they're just gonna like cool. cool. Oh, that would drive me nuts. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, drive me nuts. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Their parents will tell us that they have like a great that time they win, like, and yeah, spent it and bought this many and different things they could find. We're stoked that. and I'm like, okay, well that's good to hear. That's good to hear. They just <laughs> yeah, you remind yourself when you were that age, you probably didn't like getting a gift card. You actually like getting things. You're right. Like, well, right. I yeah, can't sure. afford to buy you a $500 baseball bat. Here's part of that money. You can get right. a $500 baseball bat now. Yeah, start, I'll give you another gift card next year so you can finally afford yeah, that. Yeah, you can right. save baseball. up for your birthday <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that happens too. This is going to become a, become a gift card podcast, but like I have so many thoughts on gift cards. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like after a while, because, you know, as you're, as you get older, your hobbies start getting more expensive, right? And like you said, there is oh, kind yeah. of that, there, there is that age where you tend to just save your gift cards. So it's like, I have, sometimes I'll still find gift cards like in a drawer. I'm like, what, where, where was that from? Like that company doesn't have that logo anymore. Yeah, she's, yeah. I'm a problem with gift she's cards. She's got little zip up bags. On. I don't think the store exists anymore. I know. It's <laughs> That that is embarrassing when that happens. Like, oh, there's still like twenty five bucks on this thing, and or you get one and it was like, oh, I never spent it, but it, you've had it so long where it takes the four dollars off every year. And you're like, that's that's negative money on it now, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're in debt at Target, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always it's always embarrassing too when um, you know, you have a a gift card and like it doesn't happen anymore, but it used to expire. You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. That was embarrassing because I would find them in my drawer. It's like, oh, this is two years too late. This is embarrassing. I just wasted this right. person's money and gifts. $25 that I could literally just do in like a trash can. It's always a yeah. pleasant surprise though when you do have a gift card and you take it somewhere that you find and, you're, and they're like, oh, there's 50 bucks. And you're like, oh, score. Yeah. Like, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Especially now, it almost makes me cry. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Like, that's almost like a second Christmas gift. Like, the first one was the gift card. The second one was you forgetting and then realizing, and hey, I saw a lot of money. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's like a little um, savings count for gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, I'll just say, I'm going to stop talking about gift cards. Gift cards are good. Uh, don't be afraid to give them. But okay, let me ask you this. Santa's, Santa's lap. Santa's lap at the mall. Were you guys, did you guys do that when you were kids? Were you terrified? Dude, I did it up until college. I was going to say. I have a 
all my college roommates that we I, gave our parents I for uh, my dog. Wasn't expecting that. I have times to go see Santa. No, okay, so I'm really pro pro Santa lab, yes. I guess. But but seriously, in college, I was in a fraternity. Yeah. And I think I lived in a house and there was five of us. So all five of us put on our fraternity sweatshirts. They're all they're very colorful by yeah. dumb luck. And we all went and sat on Santa's lap, all five of us, took a picture at the Arden Mall, I think. And we, that was our parents' yeah. Christmas present that year. So uh, that, that's but, awesome. We were pro Santa, pro Santa's lap. Um, I'm starting I, to think that, man. Like, I feel like you're a big Santa guy because from the, the warmer questions yeah. to now, he's kind of your you dude. You want to drink with Santa? Yeah. You want to be yeah. a Santa? <laughs> was it Santa? eggnog and bourbon? I mean, yeah. He brought me all those cool things. I know. For so many years. <laughs> so many years. He continues to bring me those cool things. He's now, a good dude. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, that's awesome, though. So what was what was everybody's reaction? Like, I imagine you were getting some looks from parents in line. And it's like, what are these grown I men doing? I think everyone just kind of, I mean, we are college kids. So everyone kind of knew what was going they on. They knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going to be like their this is what they're doing for their parents kind of thing. So yeah. And they saw the sweater. So like, and then we all just got multiple laughs from once the picture, we got the picture thing in our house until Christmas, lots yeah. of laughs from people who came over and happened to catch a glimpse of it People <laughs> for duplicates of it for their own house of us all. So it went over pretty well. That's awesome. And most malls now for me have like Santa pause days where you can bring your pet. Oh yeah. So Oh, they do that. I had no clue. Yeah. yeah there's always okay. like one day or like PetSmart will do it before. Well, yeah, PetSmart will do it, but like they know the gallery and art of mall it's before they open so that the dogs aren't there and people are actually like before they open, they'll do like a Santa pause day where you oh. can get your dog's picture with Santa and I always have done it. That's cool. Our dog, there's no way she would have done it. She's like, she would have lost her mind. So that, that was not an option for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, t- we took her, t- there was one year we took her to like, so our thing was before Christmas, when we had people over, we would take her to PetSmart and then have them groom her and do all that stuff. And one year this dude's like, Hey, it's gonna be really cool. I'm going to put this, you know, um, reindeer thing on her. I'm like, cool. It's not going to stand her head. Just so you know that, bro, you can try it, but it's not going to. And sure enough, like she would just started tearing it apart before we left the oh, store yeah he tried his best but like no you can't put the it's the was that, dog that, could, that was the thought that counts was like you're wasting your time but all right that's fine so yeah no i i uh you know like again we have a, a young toddler so uh she was fine last year on santa's lap um it's always it's always a bummer when you get like a really bad looking santa at those things yeah, yeah. You know what i mean it's like you guys like with the fake beard instead of the authentic real yeah yeah. Right. And it's like, you guys could have tried a little harder. There's a lot of people with big beard, big white right? beards. You pick this dude. Come on, come on. Right. Like it's not fooling anybody, but yeah. right. okay. This year, if, if it was something that she could go to, I don't think it would go as well. <laughs> I would, uh, I would bet money that it's not going to go as well. Well, I think the Santas have to wear a shield now over their face this year. So I think you're like standing in front of plexiglass. From no, Santa's my friend plexiglass. just went shield oh. with the Santa was wearing a shield. That's weird. So that's tough. I know yeah, that could be a little like that's intimidating. A little scary. That's yeah. a little like what is going what is this alien thing? Yeah, Santa alien. Yeah, well she won't she won't be going for all of those reasons because I'm like this is Is your daughter yeah. old enough to do the elf on the shelf? No, and I also we would never do that. so she'll never uh she could be at a friend's house like hey this elf in the shelf oh yeah they don't visit our house i'm sorry (laughs) yeah he skips our house for some reason he's never shown up it's weird weird. i know people people do that and even before we had a um even before we we had our daughter we're like i just talked to rachel i'm like we're not doing that right she's like (laughs) no way i'm like perfect because i can see rachel saying no 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 it's never gonna happen in fact i heard um so i was listening to bill simmons podcast a couple years ago and uh, Cousin Sal, who's on his podcast, was explaining the story 
about how he did his family was doing Elf on the Shelf. And like he was just like, I was just fed up with it one night. And my wife's like, hey, before you go to bed, you have to move the elf, right? And so he moved the elf, but he put it on top of the kid's iPad. And I didn't realize the rule with Elf on the Shelf is you can't touch the elf. Can't touch the elf, yeah. And so the next morning it was just like hell for everybody. It's like, it's on the iPad. What do we do? We can't touch the iPad. But I mean, <laughs> and so then they had to like make up his wife's like, I'm going to kill you. And uh, I had to make up some story. It's like, well, there's this one exception. They asked me to move the elf because, you know, he got stuck here or something like that. But it's like, yeah, I just don't want to deal with any of that, any of that nonsense. Not my thing. Uh, Yeah, obviously, I don't think it was a, he didn't visit when we were younger. No, no, no. No, No, I don't know when it started, but I do enjoy when some of the people on social media get a little creative with it and show some of their things. Yeah, (laughs) that's fun. I I agree. That yeah. stuff's funny, but yeah, that thing's weird. It creeps me out. It creeps me out. I kind of like it though. I feel like oh, no. I have kids that <laughs> I would do it just because I feel like it keeps the magic alive. I was going to, I mean, the cool thing is that it does, it works. It's almost like an advent calendar in itself where you've got sure. four days of waking up to see what the elf does, I guess. Yeah. But um, I've just only learned about it through obviously having nephews and nieces. I'm cracking or, up at the parents though quarantining the elf for 14 days right now that's awesome because that means they don't want to do, do it anymore for yeah <laughs> i'm like wow i've not heard of that, that you're genius <laughs> that's pretty amazing i haven't heard of that but that makes a lot oh, of sense man. like they'll put him in like a mason jar yeah and like elfie showed up and he's quarantined, <laughs> quarantined for two for weeks days. yeah well that's a good point though you can't start that tradition and not be in it for the long haul like you're I, in it i know Oh, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, no, it's yeah. never going to happen. I'm, I'm like, you know what? We're going to stick with the old school paper uh, chain. You know what I mean? Where you just tear the chain oh, off. Where you take one off every time. Yeah, and we're all, we're all for you know keeping the like the that magical feeling of Christmas alive. Just not with that dude. Won't be in the house. <laughs> I mean, can't do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I feel just, like growing up for me though, what was mag- super magical is my dad. Well, I didn't know at the time, obviously, but. Uh, when we woke up on Christmas morning, cause we, so our tree was in our living room, which was away from our like family room where the fireplace was. So my dad always said that we had to put newspaper down on Christmas Eve night because he can't get his boots dirty all over the carpet. So we put newspaper down from the chimney to the Christmas tree. And when we woke up on Christmas morning, there was footprints on those newspapers. And I oh, thought that's awesome. the coolest thing. Yeah. And it was like legit, like there was like soot and it was footprints. And it was like, now my dad said he would spray paint the bottom of a shoe and put it down and then put it like a little bit from the chimney, like all the way That's on awesome. the paper. I remember though, I went to school in January after our Christmas break and I showed and tell, tell like did a show and tell with those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people were like, that doesn't happen in my house. Yeah. They, yeah. All these parents probably hated you. It's like, what? Oh my God. They were like, your dad just leveled up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, all awesome. I got was a little bit of red fuzzy stuff stuck on the, uh, fireplace chain oh, from like his, from his suit yeah. yeah that's all we oh that's cool that's awesome see i i love doing that stuff and i think i'm gonna really enjoy that as our daughter gets older um you know that's I, it goes back to the gift giving thing like that's what makes it so much so much more fun like the gifts are cool but like when you can give a great gift or when you can make the season like that more much more magical for a kid right. yeah. person, totally. it's amazing and we had the same thing like one of my uh one of my aunts who we're close with she used to on Christmas Eve, she would hang out and come over and, you know, we just uh, spend time together. But then she would always get this phone call and say, or my mom would get a phone call and my aunt would be on in the other room on like the other line. 
and they're like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, Santa's, she always used Sunrise Mall for some reason. We give her a hard time now. It's like, he's over Sunrise Mall. It's like every year, the same spot. <laughs> But like she would have the jingle bells and in the, in the phone on the other end, she would ring the jingle bells and we're like, oh gosh. And so we would all rush to bed and then, you know, try to go to sleep. And so, um, yeah, I, I love stuff like that. I think it makes the season a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah I that, love the magic. Yeah, yeah, that. And then like when we were little, I mean, I think they still do it as a Santa tracker on. Oh yeah. You yeah. Watch it on the news yeah. or on those like airlines. They do a lot of things too and stuff like that. Oh, it's so it's so cool, and I think the or now the you creativity can like, call awesome. Santa. Yeah, now. like parents, I can call if your kid's being bad or if your kid's <laughs> good, and all that Seriously? stuff. Seriously, I didn't I didn't know that. So if if, he's, if your kid's being bad, it's like hey. Yeah, so like <laughs> one you can call set it up like on a website where like Santa calls and is like, "Hey, Samantha, I heard you're not being good this year," and like there's videos of like kids like crying like. So, yeah, that's crazy. That's like a, that's, that really is a desperation move by a parent. Yeah, like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I'm calling Santa. Yeah. Santa. yeah. I remember being told like all my, all, at all 365 days of the year, my parents would be like, Santa's you know, Santa, watching. Santa, like in July. In July. <laughs> and I'm like, watching. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, I guess I'm starting to learn that now. Like sometimes you're at that point where you're like, you know what? You got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, so you guys, uh, you guys decorate the outside of your house. Uh, I know from social media. It's like all him. Well, dude, I saw the box that you, I, I've, so I don't think I've ever seen you post like a story or a picture of what it looks like, like when it's all boxed up before it's on the house. That's an insane amount of boxes. Yes. It's impressive. I'm like, I'm trying to do ours. Uh, and it's like it nothing actually just popped yours. up on a Facebook memory the other day. I think, uh, I think there between the inside and the outside stuff, there was like 16 boxes. That's crazy. Boxes three or four reef things, um, some garbage bags full of stuff. <laughs> it was literally a mess. This year we got it all on I'm like, all right, I'm putting all the boxes back up in the Raptors because you can't walk in our garage right now. I, I bet the picture made it seem like that. It's like you guys were building a fort. That's how, oh, yeah. oh, that's how it felt, especially that's for me. That's how it felt, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. it looks awesome. It looks, the outside of your house looks amazing, man. Um, thank you. Thank you, yeah, it's almost done. Um, we're adding a, a little more this year. Yeah, it's been one. Oh. Of the, I, I always, I, I'll look at it like I want to add something. So we went and we've added a couple little things here and there. And then I'm waiting on we're waiting on something to show up. It's supposed to be here tomorrow, and then it'll be done. Um, cool. Yeah, it's been a. It's always a work in progress. You're never like you always want to make it look different, but sometimes you're like, it, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I know. Um, we tried going to Dovewood. I wasn't really keeping up on the news with that, but I know there was, it was kind of up in the air and, and anybody who's, who's out of, uh, not in Sacramento, it's, it's kind of like the place to go see Christmas lights. Huge bummer last night when we went, cause we were just kind of in that area. And it's like, we were kind of fingers crossed, hoping that we would see something. And it, it was very bizarre, um, going down that way. So I really do appreciate anybody who does put up lights, um, wherever they live, because I think it's not, I think it's needed right now. Right. Was, did they not? So there's only about five houses, right? Mm. It's very sad. Like, yeah, probably about five houses. I mean, it, it looks, it looks really weird. Um, wow. and, uh, yeah, no, it looks very bizarre. Um, that's wild. I know the court up here, they said they were, we haven't been over there yet, but they said they were still doing it. Yeah. Um, it definitely rivals Dovewood in lighting. Is that Ledgemont? Yeah. Just not in the popularity. Um, mm -hmm. so which is kind of nice. doesn't have that complete feel Sure. that you get at Dovewood. They do a fantastic job. Yeah, uh, 
crazy amounts of light. It's, it's not, it's just not as big of a, as a big of an ordeal as that would, because I think, uh, it's not relatively new and obviously been around since as long as I can remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same with me for sure. So it's almost been like a staple, uh, what about that place up in Rockland? I can't, I, we were talking about this last night, but I can't remember the so name of it. Do they do like Disney and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forget what it's called. I can't remember the name to save my life, but like, that's a really big one too. And I haven't, I'm imagining they're not doing anything either or very few. So it's been a, it's a huge bummer. There's also a really cool place up in rescue. Um, it's one house. Have oh, you guys it's all the inflatables, right? Uh, where Brittany's parents live. Oh, it's inflatables. I don't know. It's like they have this massive property and it's just lights cover the entire thing. It's, it's, oh, nice. it's probably the most, it's the most impressive uh, display in my opinion, in the entire area. Oh, like, perfect. It's like, the, it feels like, like you're on Dovewood, but it's only one house basically. Someone went there last year videoed when they walked through it. It's like a big house and they walked by it and videoed. Videoed it. Yeah. On. Yeah. Remember who was it? I guess only one house. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. But, um, so like I said, that being said, like, it's cool that you guys are still doing all that stuff because like I said, I do feel like it's, it's something that's really necessary. Cause I think, I don't know how you guys feel just because of everything that's been going on and just the craziness of every, everything. Like, um, obviously it's affecting people in a, in a really negative way. And I feel like there's been a lot of people that are like, man, even driving down the street and seeing a, a light display is like good for the soul. You know what I mean? Like even just seeing one house with some lights is a really good thing. So I like, I think anybody who's doing that, it's a, it's really good. I think it's a good thing for the community for sure. I mean, we've gotten a lot of good feedback. I was going to say, yeah, I haven't, I've never met as many neighbors as I do uh, when I'm starting to set it up. Cause like we're known, yeah, this, year, this right? house is like yeah. known as the house that we, that gets decorated. Um, there's been a few times our neighborhood, one of the neighbors has had like a boot truck come out. I'm like, oh, yeah, we live down there. We live over there. Like, oh, the house that decorates for Christmas. And we're yeah, like, we're yeah, like, no, that's yes, us. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get had a few older couples walk by. Oh, I'm. I bet your kids love that you do this. I'm like, we're no, like, no kids. Because <laughs> we like to decorate. We have yeah, dogs. yeah, three dogs. It's. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Cool. I mean, it, the, like you say, the cool. Like, it's kind of like giving gifts. The coolest thing is when you're out there and somebody honks when you're out there, or you look out and there's like a traffic jam going They're down kind of Bundrup, yeah. and people are just yeah. going down trying to look at it, which is kind of neat. Yeah, it's funny because the rest of our street doesn't really decorate, and so you have this house in the corner that just sticks out, and you can see it from some <laughs> people. I know we are out. like the Griswold house. Yeah. At this point, that's awesome. That's kind of a cool thing to, to be able to yeah, say. No, that's totally. I, mean, I keep on. hoping that it picks up and people, more people decorate. It just hasn't yet. I think it will. You'll break them down pretty soon, or they'll move out and then you'll get people that, that want to be a part yeah, of right. it. Right. Sure. Right. Um, but I'm glad you said that because I think that kind of brings me to uh, this kind of the big question. This will lead me to the, the toy drive that you guys are doing. But, you know, obviously, like I said, we're this is a podcast for coaches and athletes. And so something that I've always felt is really important. And I, you know, you have someone like Chris Horner over at Casa that does a really great job. Um, Cody Norman over at Laguna Creek for the girls basketball team. Um, a bunch, I could name a bunch of coaches that I know that make the, the community service and community outreach a big part of their season. So it's like, yeah, we want to win a state championship or a section title, but like, this is also a major part of what we do. And it's like, we're going to reach out to our community because this is important. And you guys as athletes or you girls as athletes have this platform, you know, and, and you wearing that Jersey of your school kind of sticks out like people recognize you sometimes just because you're an athlete and so you know i think the idea of community is huge and especially like i said before in the in this current situation this current climate where there's so much negativity and there's so many things that 
make it seem like community is not possible. Um, I think you guys more so than anybody know how important community is, right? Because PJ, you and in, in your racing world, like that's a very specific type of community. Ryan, totally. you teach um, or you lead spin classes. Like I know I've never done one because I'm terrified, but I also I know that those are really tight communities of people where like it's like a like a little tribe, right? Like once you start doing it and you're a part of that group, like you're in it. And so you guys more so than anybody know how important community is. So um I don't know, like in your own words, like why do you feel like community is so important? And like, and how can people kind of stay a part of a community now, even though you have, you know, things shut down and it's harder to get together and all of that? Like, what are some things that people can do to, to maintain that sense of community? I mean, the big thing that you speak of, like the fitness stuff, I kind of got jumped into their community during the, the first shelter in place back in March. Mm. Um, just from they all did what they could virtually to kind of stay in touch with each other. And then all of there was a bunch of girls and all the husbands and boyfriends and stuff were like on the side and would kind of slowly chime in and everyone yeah. kind of was able to slowly meet. And then with me um, kind of taking over at the studio during their on-demand classes and filming their classes, um, just to keep that community intact virtually, was able to grow and it really gave everybody um, an outlet during all these weird times um, where nobody really knew what was going on, but they still had that one thing to latch on to, even if it was virtually. So just the little things like that, that are able to bring your community together and kind of give people that, that safe space, so to speak. Uh, I'm more than ever, cause everyone says we're in this together, but now more than ever, it, uh, it gives you that, that escape. It gives you people to bounce things off of. It gives you, somewhere to kind of get out of reality and get lost into different conversations, uh, get lost into working out, get lost into a race. Um, Cause you can get to these different events when they're allowed to happen and you don't, you kind of forget what's going on outside. You forget about all this um, uh, pandemic stuff. You forget about all the, the negativity and you, everyone's able to focus on something. So it really, it's really important to, to keep that and stay involved in that and keep your mind right. And then doing little things within your community helps people forget that, you know, we can't all go to the restaurants and stuff anymore, but we can still do little things throughout our neighborhood to, to stay active and still be outside and get to know each other that way. So there's a lot of different things that, that I think, and I think we both can agree on that make um, kind of building community and keeping that community intact because you kind of get lost getting stuck in your house or getting stuck locked out of your normal normalcy or locked and reading to the news. Or yeah. Whatever. You, you get stuck reading your phone <laughs> yeah. or get stuck in different rabbit holes on the internet where you don't know what to believe and not. But when you have these little avenues where you can escape where normally your phone and stuff is your escape, but now human interactions are escape. It, it, it's more important on a, yeah. Yeah, on a different level now more than anything, just to have that uh, human interaction to escape from, I guess what's going on in the real world, so to speak. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's just, it's really, really important. And I think that's like, I think what you guys said too, about getting lost in, in the news, like sometimes I, I look at it and this is not a political podcast at all, but sometimes you just see people post, um, this stuff all the time. Right. And it's just like, yeah, I get you're passionate about it, but at the same time, it's not really it's helpful. It's an right. obsession. It's not yeah, helpful I mean, for anybody. And it brings people down. Like, I think what you're trying totally. to do is inform people, which is great. I'm not against that. But I also feel like at a certain point, people need a break from it. It's, it, it's good that you say that because uh, I know we talked about it on the last podcast I was on about how I'm like a TV junkie. 
Well, yeah. that's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be your escape. Now you turn on like these sitcoms and it's all, it's like takes us back to March all over again. You're like, we don't want to sit at home and watch this now. We've lived it already. We want this to be our escape to what, what our world used to be like. We don't want to sit here and see all these people going through what we all went through back in March, April, May, or we're still going or through now. it. But right. it's like it, they're going through the phases of when it all happened. Like we all went through that. We don't want to watch it anymore. We don't want to be a part of it. We want to be able to escape. So we go back to that, those little community things that we're able to do. And that's turned into our escape, which is kind of not going backwards, but a role reversal of this time last year where our escape was doing all these things electronically and interactively, which we're still communicating with those people that way. But instead of living in a different, now we're trying to deal with people in, in, in our real world life to be our escape from everything that we would used to use to kill time or what have you. Oh yeah, for sure. We talked about a lot at the beginning of the pandemic was basically just like trying to stay connected with people. So mm-hmm. I guess for me or for us, I guess, um, community was just trying to stay connected just to anyone, not just like friends, but neighbors. I mean, we became closer to some of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, but yeah, connection, I think was a big community thing for us. How can we, yeah. connect? how can we figure out how to, I don't know, get through this together, which I know is like so cliche during this time, but it's so real. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's cool. And so, well, the cool thing too, is like you guys are kind of the perfect people for that because even prior to all the pandemic stuff, like it was very obvious that you guys had a passion for connecting with the community. Like I know you guys have a, uh, have a couple other like social media things specifically for promoting oh, yeah. like what's going on in, in your specific, your specific area, which is amazing. And so it's like, you guys are in some ways are like uniquely built like it's probably more like really challenging for you guys right now because of how connected you guys are to the community, but you're also uniquely built for it because I think it's not gonna be like a situation where you're like, man, we're bummed because we can't do the things we normally do. It's like, there's too much like passion inside of you guys where it's like, we're going to figure it out. We ever really felt like that, which is good. Yeah. Which is great. No. And like you said, Folsom, obviously you grew up from out here and, and people yeah. who aren't from the area. Folsom, as we grew up, was a very small town-ish, kind of had a small town-ish feel. Right. Obviously it's expanded to, I think, a hundred something thousand people live here, but it still has that small town feel. And mm-hmm. it's fun for us personally to jump. I, I know I talked about this a couple of years ago, but we, we like to jump on our bikes and go support small businesses, go see local uh, restaurants, go, um, grab lunch here, go grab lunch there, just go walk around Sutter Street. So that's always been um, big for us is to kind of still take advantage of that small town field that we have here in kind of a bigger city of Folsom and um, be a part of a lot of, not like, uh, be a part of, I guess, other people who have the same um, community values as, as we do in the Folsom with different organizations and different businesses and kind of just all join forces um, and really get involved in the community and the city of Folsom. We've done some things recently down on Sutter Street to help them promote uh, the, all the outside dining. dining and bringing your own blanket during awesome. the cold season. So it's fun. And, and the doors that we've opened from different things that we've been involved in, just and you get a lot of like-minded people together, really gives you like some of the stuff that you, you do see on TV in these small towns. And you see that it does exist, even though we're in a, a bigger city-ish kind of up here in Folsom. Right. No, I love that. And I think all, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was just gonna say, I was kind of thinking like what my word of 2020 would be during, I don't know, my thought process today, but I feel like hopeful has been my word this entire year. I'm just hopeful for positivity tomorrow, for positivity today or change tomorrow or change today. You know, it's your, your, I feel like this year we've just had to be hopeful all year. And so I feel like anywhere we could get connected here in Folsom, we've tried or even in El Dorado County, which is just one county above us, like within five minutes. Um, But any way that we could help get involved, we were kind of there. Yeah, which is amazing because like you guys have, have mentioned a couple of times, like it's those small things that you can do that really do give people hope. And it really does, you know, those small things really do build a really strong sense of, uh, strong sense of community within a town like that. And I think that's what gives that, like you said, in, the, in a bigger city, a small town feel because all those little things that you can do, whether it's supporting the small businesses, um, whether it's, even if you're posting something, like we're all on social media, right? And even if you're posting something that even gives a little hope to the people that follow you, that's, that stuff's huge. It drives, like I was talking to my wife, <laughs> it drives me nuts. And I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I, I, so I'll just be honest. I've said this a million times on this podcast. I hate doing Zoom. Like I would rather be sitting in front of PJ and Ryan right now in, a, in our studio, like we did last time, PJ, right. and have mm. this conversation because it's more fun. But right. just not the situation right now where it's like, okay, we're across the board. Some people feel comfortable with it. Some people don't. We're just going to just do Zoom regardless of how people feel about it. But I hate it. But what I hate more is when you have people that are, are constantly negative about these things. And when they finally do get together for like a holiday party or something, all they want to do is talk about how much they hate Zoom. It's like, no, no, I don't. I came here to get away from all of that. Right. I don't want to talk about that stuff. I don't want to talk about how much we hate the pandemic or the effects it's had. Let's get away from that. And I think you had alluded to it earlier, PJ. It's like, we see this stuff enough. Like, like yeah. you said on TV, like I saw a TV exactly. show the other day or a commercial for a TV show. They were wearing masks. Why? It's a TV show. It's make-believe. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's make-believe. Like That's what a lot of this, all, all these sitcoms and stuff <laughs> came back on right around Halloween, and they all want to take us back through the motions of, of when, well, what we all had to go through in March from everyone when everyone's like, what's happening? And that's what, it's like, yeah. and you're like, I, I don't want to, I want you to be my escape for an hour where I can watch something about the storylines of, years prior and not the storylines of the world that we live in today. Exactly. It's like, I don't want to see Batman with a mask. Like I know yeah, Batman's right. fake. I'm fine I with know. that. I'll go back exactly. to the fake stuff. It's way better. So anyways, I could rant about that forever, but um, do, I really do appreciate what you guys are doing in that community. Cause it's, it seems like it's, it's really having a positive impact on the people around you guys. So that being said, that kind of leads to this, to this uh, next thing, which is why I had you guys on here in the first place. So you guys are, Basically, ho- your house is hosting a toy drive for uh, however many weeks. Um, and so I don't know as much as I, I should know about it. So please explain who's, who's the, who are the toys going to? How long is the toy drive going? Where can they, what can people do? What can they drop off? All that stuff. Uh, so we obviously, you've alluded to, uh, we love Christmas. We always do an outside um, display. It's pretty popular just being on a corner. We're proximity to where our house is right across from the park. This year, we were like, you know, we've talked about it before, but this would be the year to do a toy drive with all the craziness that's gone on. Some people may not be able to have a good Christmas. Let's find an organization where we can donate to so we can advertise that we're actually going to an organization. We're not just collecting toys to find later. So social media, I got in contact with um, the Sutter Child Life Program, 
and they gave us the green light to go ahead and advertise for them. Um, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, they just asked to get the toys like a week or two before Christmas so they could kind of clean them and make sure that um, there's no virus on it, I guess. Uh, so to take their proper precautions. Uh, so uh, the Child Life program is really neat. It basically is for uh, pediatric um, or kids that pediatric uh, sickness and surgeries. And what they do is they're essentially trying to create distractions for all these kids that are going through their medical procedures via toys, games. Um, I know they've got some support animals and then they've got essentially the, some of the doctors are trained as to be almost like elementary school teacher types that are essentially there to distract them and keep some sort of normalcy in their life as they go through uh, whatever procedures they have. Um, and these can be like one day surgeries or extended stays right. in the hospital. So even if they're about to go into surgery and it's for five minutes before they go under anesthesia, they have this toy that they're given that they can keep forever. Wow. Um, so, and it's all year round. Yeah. And what's really neat about the program is during this time of the year, which is why they were really excited about it is obviously they're as a child in the hospital going through a procedure, the parents don't have enough time to go do Christmas shopping, especially for siblings. So what they do with a lot of these toys is they keep some of them for the program, but they like to send each family home with gifts for their other kids and kind of play um, the gift giver that way. So it helps the program. It helps, um, the patients and then it also helps their siblings during this time to uh, get a little something on Christmas and it also takes a little bit of the pressure off their parents who could focus on the child who is going through whatever they're going through and not stressing about the child who's not going through something who's not gonna get the shaft on Christmas because they're able to give them a little something to help out so it was really a great cause um, I've had some family friends who actually put me in touch with them uh, recommend it and they've been great to work with um, I think a couple of them are coming to check that our house out uh, in the next couple of weeks. Cool. And anyone who's interested in donating, um, feel free. We're up in Folsom across from Kent Park. Uh, any new unused, unwrapped toy, uh, craft, game, feel free to leave it on our doorstep. And about a week before Christmas, we'll get them to where they need to go. But it's been neat to walk out our door randomly and see toys on yeah. our porch and have no idea who they came from. Um, just see bags of them. I feel like that's the best part. That's nobody's really like is leaving, the cool, coolest nobody's thing. Nobody's leaving like a note or a name. They're all like, uh, nobody wants credit. Everyone's just anonymous dropping gifts in this bin that we have outside. And every day we come home and I feel like it's Christmas for us because it's just so exciting yeah. to see all these gifts on the porch all the time. And I'm like, this is so nice of everyone, especially in such like trying times right now where they just don't, some people just don't even have the means right now. Yeah, right. And it's just to kind of be out doing either yard work or coming and going from the car. And you see people walking by and they're stopping. You can tell they're reading the sign because we have a big banner on their front yard that says toy drive and kind of gives them the information. So you can tell they got the wheels turning there as well. So it's kind of a, our gift to the community and the community's gift to the Sutter Child Lab program. Um, but it, it's really neat for us just to walk outside like the first day we had it set up to walk outside and I'm like, there's a, there's a bag of toys out here. Like, yeah. Oh, it gets it started. Yeah. First day I was like, Oh my gosh. And uh, people walk wow. Time now we're drive by. Cause our house really is like a focal point on the street and they'll say, we're bringing by toys later. And I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. Yeah. So that's really cool. We've every day at some point we've gone out and there's been a little something here and there. We weren't sure how popular it was going to be. It's been decently popular so far. So hopefully it's something we can build on for, for years to come and, 
and really get some traction behind it and continue to grow. So this has been year one and so far it's been pretty cool. That's amazing. I love that. It's, it's a cool thing too, because I think it's, I don't know, when you, when you really think about it and break it down, it's helping multiple people, right? Like it's obviously, cool. it's directly helping the kids and the families who are, who are going through it in the hospital. But then you're also helping the people that are, like you said, driving by and it's like, oh, like this is an opportunity. And it's like, it sparks right. something in their mind to say, you know what, I can give to that. And it's a very simple thing. Like they don't have to organize it. Like you guys are doing the organizing. You, they don't have to coordinate with the hospital. You guys are doing all that. All I have to do is buy a toy and drop it off. Right. And like, you're still doing something really impactful without having to like lose your mind and try to coordinate this whole thing. Correct. So like, you guys are actually helping a lot of different people and not just the kids, you know, that are being um, affected by it, which is really Really cool. Um, is there is there a spit like when people are buying toys and wanting to drop them off? Is there like an age range that they're looking towards, or it can be anything? anything or any age literally, range? it's it, there. It's the pediatric program, but like I said, right now their big thing during this time of year is they want to have enough stuff to be able to send home with families for those kids who aren't in the program, who might be perfectly healthy at home, but mom and dad or their guardian or whatnot isn't able to really focus on them for Christmas because they're focused on getting um, the the child or the patient or what have you get them healthy. So that's priority one, but they still want to enjoy the holiday. And I guess it's a little bit of that Christmas magic that we talk about that the program wants to provide and really make it what really makes it even more so of a cool program than it already is. Yeah. And I think, I think it's something that's important to say too, is that, you know, like we had discussed earlier about, you know, what, like as you grow up and at different ages of your life, like you perceive gifts or gift giving differently. Um, and I think it's interesting because, you know, when uh, it was like seven, maybe eight years ago, I was working with an organization, um, that was connected to character combine called be change. And, you know, they did a lot of, we did a lot of work in the inner city of Sacramento and one of the things they did was they worked with Oak Ridge High School and then they worked with Oak Ridge Elementary School, which is in Oak Park. So it was like this Oak Ridge to Oak Ridge thing. And for a whole week, Oak Ridge High School, which is a wealthier school, um, collected jackets, clothes, um, like canned food and they bagged them up. And then one day during, you know, right before Christmas, they went down to Oak Ridge Elementary School in the inner city and were passing this stuff out. And I'll never forget, there was this one kid that was in our running group that we did every Wednesday after school. It was kind of, he was kind of a punk kid, really funny kid, but like, you know, it was always kind of causing issues. And I never, he never had a smile on his face, right? During the run clothes. But I'll never forget one day after we did this whole, um, you know, clothes and food giveaway, he like, he had this, he basically saw a pair of legs walking with like a pile of jackets. Like, like, who is that kid? And you realize it was him because he was carrying like 10 jackets and coats. And he had the biggest smile on his face. And he's like, we're like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, Hey, I have gifts for all of my family now. And he's like, he was just so excited. And you saw a huge smile on his face. So, you know, the point being is like, you know, we see gifts. Sometimes you see gifts, you take it for granted. But like for someone who's in the situation, for the kids that you're helping, or the families that you guys are helping, like giving a, receiving a gift like that means something completely different. You know what I mean? It's it because of their situation. It's like, it's not just a toy. It's like, it's means something way more. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I think it's, it's important for us to remember too, like depending on the circumstance, depending on your perspective, like I don't even think sometimes we realize how impactful those types of gifts can mean. It might be a, a $25 toy that we're giving, but for that kid, it, it means the world. And so yeah, uh, it's like, um, like priceless for them. Oh yeah. And for their parents and the reaction that it gets from their parents, it's a really, really cool thing. So, um, 
any coaches, any coaches, athletes, parents, teachers who are listening to this, make sure you guys go down there. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you already mentioned, is there a, a deadline? Uh, they wanted it like a week or two before Christmas. We've been saying um, like mid-December. Like December 14th. Like December yeah, 14th, 15th, 16th. Um, and then we can get in. Uh, we can get ourselves, obviously, we, we'll get in contact with uh, my contact at the program and get it all delivered to them. So they can, like I said, get it cleaned up and sanitized and do all the proper precautions um, so they can send them home for Christmas. Um, Awesome. That was a big thing. We want to make sure everyone does know that it, it is approved. It was organized. And like I said, they, on their end, they are, they are aware of what we're doing. They're aware of what we're doing and they are, they do have a plan in place to make sure that uh, everything's clean before yeah. it uh, gets sent home or, or gets into um, a room. And they're all brand new and they're all brand new and, or tagged or whatever. and that's also, they want to be able to wrap them. So once they get them clean, they right. are going to get them wrapped themselves. So, don't awesome. are able to donate. Don't, don't take your time wrapping them. Cause I think they'll get unwrapped. Hey, dude, a, a wrap party or something. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we're definitely going to, um, we're definitely going to drop some presents off uh, at some point. That's, that's, that's what I was asking. For. I'm going to be honest. That's why I was asking for the deadline because like, I need to know. So You're I don't like, mess when it do up. I get, when, yeah. How do I get no, no, I, I just made fun of my brother for getting uh, Walgreens flip-flops. I can't be him in this situation. So I got to make sure <laughs> I, have, I know the deadline and, and get that stuff to you guys. But um, <laughs> uh, well, this, is, this has been a lot of fun, guys. I don't know about you, but I, I've been enjoying this because, um, like I said, it's just, I think it's needed. You know, we talk, like we have fun on this podcast, but it's, you know, we usually try to spin it into some kind of, you know, more, it's not as silly. And I feel like this has been just been a fun, good, like uplifting conversation. Hopefully for people that are listening, it will be, um, you know, the same thing for them too. So before we get out of here, do you guys have any final thoughts, anything you want to say before uh, we wrap this thing up? Um, our dogs are destroying toys right now, but not. <laughs> oh no, really? Toys. That's pretty good. You guys have, that's very impressive. You guys have kept it very calm. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Now I can't help but see the panic in your guys' faces. Like, <laughs> dogs are just going wild and tearing your house apart. <laughs> it's not bad. They have a snow, fake snowball that I think they just ripped apart and now it's like they're eating. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, not to keep you guys any longer because obviously your house is no, it's no big deal. But no, I'm just kidding. Right here at the end, we're like, of course. I feel like that is the tricky thing when you have pets and you love decorating for Christmas. Like something's gonna get ruined, right? Like, well, the two old guys—they've been around; they know it. The young guys never seen Christmas, so it's been a lot of like, get like away new from his, that decoration. Yeah, these are his toys. <laughs> Go away. He's actually really good about not chewing things, but. Unless oh, good. Plush. Yeah. And this is this it's fake snowball is fake plush. snowball. Yeah, it was right. Yeah. Now it's, it's plush. It's now it's like it's snowing in your house. There's like snow everywhere. No, that's they ate it. So it's yeah, it's like, gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They so, ate it. Oh, that's good then. Comes up. And it literally just happened here at the end. I was like, oh hope, no, here it goes. There, there it goes. Hopefully it comes out the right end, not the wrong end <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah. It's, you, well, <laughs> I feel like it's a whole nother conversation. Yes. <laughs> okay. I do have another question. I'm sorry. This tends to happen. I get sidetracked and then I, I say, Hey, we're going to no wrap worries. it up and we keep going. So, uh, I should ask this at the top of the podcast, but, um, actually, I'm sorry. I have two more questions. I'm a, I'm a liar. So do you guys, when do you guys start Christmas celebrations and when do you like, so okay, take the Christmas tree, for example, like for me personally, for my, for my wife and I, like Christmas stuff doesn't happen until after Thanksgiving. Like some of these psychopaths who do it before Thanksgiving, it's like, it's too much. And then, you know, I like, I let it ride until like the new year. 
like the Christmas tree stays up until then because I, I just enjoy it and it's expensive. So it's like we're gonna let we're gonna really ride this thing until it dies. But I know people have different takes on like when Christmas celebration starts and all that. How about you guys? Did I offend you when I said psychopaths? No, oh, not at I all. Mean, but it was just kind of funny because usually we get our Christmas tree the Saturday after Thanksgiving. However, the Christmas tree farm that we go to, Indian Rock Tree Farm in Camino. Um, oh yeah, my wife's family goes there. They, um, the owner passed away in July. So oh, really? Basically, been told that had basically had been told that it was going to be a really busy year um, for people like wanting to come back up that hadn't really come. Well, they've even said that last year that it was their popularity for them has grown. So they're actually even kicking around the idea of only doing, doing it by, by doing an invite only this year. Oh. And then, yeah, Larry passed, the owner passed away. We were like, eh, it might be a little wild up there this year. And so we decided to go um, the Sunday before Sunday before Thanksgiving, which was, we are like no-nos, but like we celebrate Thanksgiving. We have Thanksgiving decorations up, like all of those things. Yeah. So this is weird this year, but we went and did it anyway. I was like, this is like 2020 part for the course at this point. We did sure. not put a decoration, we did not on, put the a decoration on the tree until though. after Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, all right, good, good, good. In the living room, which it worked out because her dad actually went on the Friday after Thanksgiving, couldn't get in. And then he had to go up on Saturday and be like, wait in line before they open to get a tree. And then they actually sold out of the go and pick and on cut Monday. on Monday. So we actually did really? going when we did. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Cause I, like I said, my, I've gone there, I mean, a handful of times with my wife and her family and even getting into that, that tree farm. I mean, it's tough even just like on a regular year because it's just the way you have to get into there and you kind of wait mm. on the road. Right. And then yeah. they let you in one by one as people are coming out. So that are, that alone is already difficult, but then with this whole situation and like you said, with the passing of the owner, um, yeah, I can't even imagine how much more wild it would be in that situation. Um, we started, we've, we've been going to um, Snowy Peaks Tree Farm in Forest Hill. That's a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah. It, it didn't snow this year. It was really weird. The last couple of years, it's been like, there's okay, been Okay, we were talking snow. about that yeah. this year. It didn't snow. And so we were Yeah, like, it's weird. Weird. <laughs> yeah, we had a bunch of snow stuff. We were ready. And it's like, oh, no, it's it's cold, but it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. warm. Yeah. And then, Actually, like, lights on the house. Usually, I do the Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, this year, just, I got a head start and laid some of them out like on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, but again, nothing got lit until Friday. Um, and then we are very good to new year. I think the tree, they come and the boy scouts will come and take the tree that first Saturday of January. So our right. tree up until then. And then I usually try to take, start taking the lights down uh, right around new year's Eve. I kind of slowly take some of the yard stuff down and leave the house lights up and try to get everything down by that. At least that first weekend of January as well. Sure. I passed, uh, past new year's day, but, it's I was say, a lot of work for like three and a half weeks. So that's, yeah. why we that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we try to, yeah, we try to do, like I said, just like just after Thanksgiving to like just after the new year. So sure. um, it's always nice when kind of Thanksgiving falls a early, little bit yeah. earlier in November because then you feel like you got a little more time to celebrate. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like for like the second or third of January that we kind of get rid of it yeah whenever like i said whenever the tree can go like, to the front porch we just we have slowly so much stuff, yeah, we'll so it's slowly, like slow we'll take the bathroom stuff down and the kitchen stuff down yeah. and the trees right. like last and then the house stuff the outside uh the yard stuff comes down first and then the stuff that's actually on the house comes down last just because it's almost like culture shock when you take it all down you're like our house like, is not yeah, this look, house is bare now this house yeah is not yeah like it's looked for the last month especially yeah it's after. like 
Yeah, that's why it's super boring. What happened? Yeah, yeah. I know. Exactly. Whenever we put everything back, I'm like, meh. Yeah. Wait until next year. No, yeah. I'm re- I'm I'm really glad because I had all these questions and I have all these thoughts about Christmas, like obviously the elf on the shelf stuff and and when stuff should go up and should come down. I'm glad we're all on the same page because this could have been a very uncomfortable podcast if we were, you know what I mean? Like, no, we do it like two weeks before Thanksgiving. Like, oh, really? Well, I don't. We're psychopaths. I think, yeah, exactly. I think a little less of you, but that's fine. We're still going to, you know, do this podcast thing. Um, And let me, let's end with this. Let's end with this. what is your favorite tradition? Let's pretend it's a normal year. Um, so obviously some of our, like some people's favorite traditions are affected by the pandemic, but say it's a normal year, um, no pandemic. What is your fa- each of your favorites, uh, holiday tradition? Uh, I have two. My okay. first one would be, we usually like to go to, again, it goes back to the community thing. Uh, the tree lighting ceremonies around town, um, from like the Sutter street ice rink to the Palladio has one. And then sometimes we can hit um, the one in Navarro Hills. Those are fun just because it's people get together. It's real quick. Uh, usually you can grab dinner and yeah. hit the tree lighting. And then I think we talked about it on my last one that I was on, but on December 1st for the last I, five or six years, maybe even longer, probably longer, maybe 10 years. I don't know. Anyways, every I move, a Christmas movie every night. Um, oh, that's right. It, uh, it helps. It's one of those things that kind of helps you get in the Christmas spirit. And it kind of helps keep that Christmas magic alive every night. So we start that on December 1st and then watch one every night up until I think we end up watching one on Christmas night. If not, not the end of the world if it ends on the 24th, but yeah, 24, 25 Christmas movies officially in. And then there's days where we can wa- we'll watch a couple, but we only give credit to one. Sure. That's right. I, we did talk about that last time. So what is today? The third? What do, what do we have so far? So far, we've got I'll Be Home for Christmas with nice. uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Biel. And then last night, we watched Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Nice. And then we still have to get one in tonight, but we do have to work out tomorrow morning at 530. So it may be a short one tonight. We'll see. Yeah, we'll um, talk about like maybe like... Um, if we can find like Frosty or Rudolph. Frosty or Rudolph or something. May, like 30 minutes. We may. Oh, have to- no. I'm really... I'm jacking up the tradition. I apologize. No, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. We're, no, 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 you're fine. We, we probably wouldn't have even got one on until now anyway. So yeah. We'll, we'll oh, find- like this stupid podcast. Much anyway. yeah. yeah. We'll still be a late night and we'll still have to get up at five and yeah. go write a spin class in the morning. And Perfect. I feel better. Okay, good. So, okay. Those are good. Those are good traditions. Those are yours. Mine, I, I would say my favorite tradition is going to get our Christmas tree. That's like yeah. kind of a big family tradition That's of mine. It's been a longer one for you than me for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so like bringing PJ, part of it who like appreciates Christmas so much has been nice. Usually every year. So my dad wasn't able to go with us this year um, at the same time to go grab our Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. And he like wished he would have been able to because he had so many problems trying to get his tree this year. Um, but usually we hit up Rainbow Orchards in Apple Hill. Nice there in the morning and then we cruise on over which like like pj said it's been so much busier at um indian rock that it's like almost impossible to go get donuts in the morning and then go to the tree farm um mm-hmm. so but yeah that's my favorite tradition and then white elephant gift exchange is like my second favorite tradition like, that sounds fun yeah just so fun and so different every year and the laughs are just like unbeatable and we definitely, definitely, definitely need that stuff right now. And I just yes. had this thought. I don't want to go back to this. I know I've already brought this up a million times, but you guys going to tree farms is like walking through like just death, right? Like yes. allergy <laughs> death. 
I just had that thought. Oh. Too. Yes. See, when they're outside, it's fine. I know. When you're outside, it's not oh. bad. Like I said, I'm trying I, to learn. I no issue since I brought a, a real one in. This year we got. This year we went Griswold. Literally bought some 13 foot tree for our ceilings that are only nine feet. But <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. And, good. Uh, but it's uh, it has a it's a spruce or something, but it has a smell to it. So the first couple, a, a good smell, but it's yeah. been the most. Um, he was he was like bad for like two days. Yeah, I was I could actually, bad for like a week. I could actually smell it compared to like years past. For a few, it's fine now. But yeah, the first couple days, I'm like, I could tell there's a tree here now just because you could smell it. Sure. And even they said this is gonna have a unique smell that nobody else is gonna have, and they were they nailed it. Yeah, they were right. But uh, yeah, okay. Who has been dying? Last year we had a cedar, which. Apparently, I'm highly allergic to cedar, and I was having like asthma attacks. Like, or she had COVID. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> last December, we're not quite sure. Ahead of the game. They think, yeah. I'm allergic, they think I'm allergic to cedar, so okay. Cedar this year, and when he was growing up, he was allergic to pine. So we were like, well, maybe this first tree will be just fine. But we were kind of we were bad at first. They could say, yeah, I had that smell, but it only lasted a couple of days. But yeah, once yeah. it gets inside and. Uh, the heater, that's what got me when I was younger, but uh, the pine trees that I got a couple years ago, I was fine with. Uh, she didn't like the needles shedding, so we got a cedar, which didn't shed, but it gave her Really fits. bad asthma attacks. And this one, we've been good, it doesn't shed, had a couple of rough days, but like anything, you get used to it. Yeah. You get used to it. All right, well, I'm not gonna lie, this, this whole thing has blown my mind. I was not expecting <laughs> at all. Like, I didn't even know there was a thing. So um, that's awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast. And again, I really do appreciate what you guys are doing in your community um, and for everybody around you because it's, you know, it's always needed, but especially right now with everything that's going on. So thank you guys so much. Thank uh, you. For- and, uh, thank you for having us. It's always good times to get on here. and It's always fun, man. We have a new podcast coming out too. So we're going to, uh, you're going to get another call from us at some point. Perfect. Oh, that's so exciting. We'll do that Perfect. one. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one.